Welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and also entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag biosciences sector, that sector where food, ag, science, and technology all converge. This week, excited to sit down with Jason Whitney. Jason is Manager of Strategic Partnerships at Indiana University Philanthropic Venture Fund. And Jason, welcome. Thanks yeah, for having me. Great great to see you. We always like to start these weekly podcasts by getting a little insight into your path to where you are or how you got to where you are today. Talk a little bit about your background. Sure. I have an interesting background. Yeah. Uh, grew up in East Central Indiana in Richmond. I had about 10 years worth of entrepreneurship and economic development experience over there. Uh, then had the fortunate opportunity to join John Wexler and the team at Launch Fishers, run in the Launch Indiana Initiative, where for two years we went out and worked in a lot of different communities throughout the state, looking at how to provide services to innovation-driven entrepreneurs. And throughout that, we were able to identify you know, the assets and liabilities in a lot of those small towns. So I think that's kind of where my tie and passion for Agrinovus comes in, is that I've seen those folks that need to redevelop what they're doing in those, those more rural communities. Talk a little bit about that passion that you have. I think it's illustrated in your, your connection to the co-working spaces, your work in Richmond in particular. But talk about that, because we've seen these co-working spaces pop up all over the state, yeah. starting basically from here at Launch Fishers, and now it truly is around the state. Yeah, I mean, there's 60 two of those spaces and they're all managed by people who are passionate about those communities and Mm -hmm. usually grew up there and the people who work in those spaces grew up there and they want to raise their kids there Um, so I I feel like it's on us to be able to provide opportunities for them to be able to continue to do that and provide prosperous jobs for the people in those communities. Mm -hmm. The Indiana University Philanthropic Venture Fund. I think this is a a really interesting cool story. Talk about the Philanthropic Venture Fund the the model there what it's all about. Yeah we're really excited to launch this. Um, We launched last March so we're one year old. Um, we made 11 investments over the course of the last year, and we're really looking for projects that have IUDNA. So it could be faculty members that are doing innovative new research, alumni um, worldwide that are starting new ventures, or companies that have alumni in the C-suite. Mm-hmm. And we're able to come in and uh, many times provide a, a syndicate round of investors alongside them that they wouldn't have had access to before, especially in the faculty member side, but also provide them with some uh, mentorship and business development opportunities. The connection between Purdue and the Ag Biosciences is a natural and obvious one. But how about that? the the strengths that IU has that really align or converge in the ag biosciences? Yeah, I think as we continue this ag tech movement, um, obviously Purdue has a lot of strengths that, that leads them in that direction. But, you know, IU and informatics, uh, cyber infrastructure systems, data visual, visualization, and I think our network of regional campuses is going to play out to be really important for us down the road. Um, we have people who want to stay in those communities and, and maybe are more tied to the, the ag tech um, focus, but I think the the other thing that we've not tapped into is the regional gateway centers that IU has in New Delhi and Bangkok and Beijing and Mexico City um, that I, I've been thinking more and more are going to be really important for us because those are communities that need to maximize their ag production mm-hmm. and um, give us uh, opportunities for some test projects worldwide. Wow, very much a global perspective. You mentioned you were hired in 2017 as IURTC's Manager of Strategic Partnerships. Tell us a little bit more, and you touched on it there a, a bit, but about IU's entrepreneurial ecosystem, what it looked like when when you started compared to maybe what has developed today and what it, you know what has changed yeah i think um it, it was pretty vibrant before but what i've kind of brought to the table is a more more global look at it and so we've been going around to different alumni groups 
throughout the country using the IU Alumni Association as a connection point and using the philanthropic fund as kind of the seller to those folks and saying, hey, do you want to give back to the university in a different manner, right? Mm -hmm. We want to approach those folks and not try to build a bathroom in a building or endow a scholarship chair, but we want to invest in startup companies that can mean something more for the university. So every $1 that you give us, you know, it's an evergreen fund that we're running. It could be $5 down the road. It could be none. Who knows? But they also became good uh, commercialization partners for our companies as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, my network from the Launch Indiana days and, and my work here at Launch Fishers, um, really have helped to bring in some notoriety to the stuff that's going on at the university. And um, mm-hmm. I think that they, they value that. Is one of the challenges or opportunities, I guess, essentially spreading the word. Yeah. Know, getting, getting the word out there around the state. Right. I mean, I get to be the ombudsman on both sides, right? I get to right. come out and, and talk about the great things that are happening at the university. But then I also get to, to relay some of the outside commercialization opportunities back to the faculty members, and they can help gear their research to kind of fit into those holes. Mm-hmm. IURTC announced in February the launch of The Quarry, an yeah. entrepreneurial support mechanism for both faculty and staff at all campuses, regional academics centers around the state. That that are interested in launching startups. So talk about the goals for the quarry and how you look to connect the IU campuses around the state to the main ecosystem in Bloomington. Yeah, so we spent a lot of time talking to faculty entrepreneurs about, you know, what challenges they were seeing in the ecosystem. So we designed this new quarry program to address three of those things. One is talent. They don't usually want to leave their job. They have a great job at the university. We've got to find people to run those companies. One is funding. So we have a, a program to help them apply for some non-dilutive federal grants, as well as our IU Philanthropic Fund and our syndicate partners. But the, the mainstay of the program is the business development feature. So are you working on something that has commercial potential? Yeah. Is it just a really cool research project? Or is this something we should try and license to somebody? Yeah. And we try and figure that out early in the process so that we don't go through the process of incorporating a company that is not going to be anything down the road. What's the potential that you see for the quarry? I mean, if you think about the innovation, the intellectual property, the talent that resides at IU is is phenomenal. It's world class. What do you see as the potential for the quarry maybe making that really explode? Yeah, I, I think it's, especially in the areas of informatics, cyber data visualization, the stuff that's that's relevant here to Agrinovis, because it, it, those are untapped areas. They're, they're brand new. They're ever evolving, especially in the areas of intellectual property. Um, but if we can stay on top of those. I mean, obviously we have the uh, the IU School of Medicine that's world class, that's constantly pushing out devices and, and our tech managers have been doing that for decades. Um, and so we're trying to, to really rely on these other new areas for the, the growth in that market um, and, and tap into that potential for world change. Speaking of supporting entrepreneurs around the state of Indiana, last month Agrinovis released a study that really explores the state's entrepreneurial ecosystem. And you joined them for an event in Bloomington to talk about the the study, drew a great crowd. What do you see as some of the most important recommendations that can be implemented? Yeah, I was really excited for that report to come out. I've been talking with these folks for years. And what I really think is great about the report is it gave them actionable steps to move forward. They've done a fantastic job of continuing to be that champion for, for ag around the state, but this gives them things to judge their success on. Um, especially, I think on the investing side, um, it kind of notes that there's a lack of dollars, um, but I think it's really just a lack of awareness in the investor community of opportunities that are available to them. So mm-hmm. um, some of the things that they're currently doing, like partnering with G-Beta uh, and being able to get some of the, the more ag-focused companies into that program are going to help to continue continue to you know beat that drum of amazing startups around the state that are that are in this space um, and I also think it's going to help us to develop a, a deeper local uh, and regional investor relationships as we continue to, mm-hmm. to broaden out around the Midwest. 
As you look at the role of IU and the philanthropic venture fund and the impact it can have on the ag biosciences, especially as I look around the state, and I see rural economic development as really a big issue yeah. for, for Indiana. How do you see the ag biosciences perhaps playing a role in perhaps re-energizing some of these smaller rural communities? Yeah, I mean, I think the connections to the co-working spaces that we alluded to earlier is the really big driver in making that happen too, because we already have those champions um, and there's opportunities and an understanding of the problem space that we're trying to solve in many of those communities. Um, and if we're able to tie together some of those co-working spaces and um, do joint programming between them, I think we'll have an opportunity to be really successful. Jason Whitney is the manager of strategic partnerships at Indiana University's Philanthropic Venture Fund. Jason, really a pleasure to sit down with you. Always yeah. great to see yeah. you and thank you and congratulations on all the impact you and, and others uh, at the team are making on the state of Indiana. Thanks. Good to be with you. Well, the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. Also, so if you are interested in attending Agrinovus Indiana's May 22nd West Lafayette convening to hear from a panel, also discuss the future of Indiana's entrepreneurial ecosystem, just visit agrinovusindiana.com backslash events to learn more. That is agrinovusindiana.com backslash events and learn more about that great event. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.